Yo. I see my name up in lights. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason Can they you remember your name. Hey yo, it's Thursday, you know what that means. Welcome to Max Wrestling episode 424. This is your captain speaking and I will be joined momentarily by El Jefe Moses Marquez. Coming up tonight, it's Moses' favourite Thursday of the year. Happy 420 everyone. Coming up tonight, the annual Postmania budget cuts are reportedly coming. Switchblade makes his Dynamite in-ring debut and Heel Trish is in full effect. Plus, beer has something to say to Kenny Killer. But before we begin, hit that subscribe button on youtube.com slash maxwrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you may be listening. And don't forget to visit maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com for all your Max Wrestling needs. So while we await Moses' presence, um, why don't we uh, go back in time with this week in wrestling history. And it's only a short trip in history this week. On April 14th, 2008, for the first time ever, the WWE Women's Championship changed hands in the UK when Mickie James defeated Beth Phoenix in London to win her fourth WWE Women's Championship. April 15th, 2001, during the two-man power trip, Triple H regained the Intercontinental Championship from Jeff Hardy after only losing it the week before uh, to Jeff. And he'd only won it a week prior to that from Chris Jericho. Uh, April 17th, 2011. Mickey James won the TNA Knockout Championship for the first time when she defeated Madison Rain in a title versus hair six sides of steel match at lockdown. And your final bit of history this week. April 19th, 2009 at lockdown again. And I'm... Pretty sure not many people remember this. Mick Foley won the TNA World Championship, defeating Sting in a Six Sides of Steel match. Yep, who remembers that Mick Foley was a TNA World Champion? <laughs> and that is all your history this week. And I don't know, with all that being said, let's jump into this week's headline. The WWE budget cuts. When will they begin? Is sooner, now, later, today, tomorrow? Who's leaving? Everybody? Anybody? Everybody, yeah. Everybody. Just best of Everybody. luck. Literally this year, best of luck in your future endeavors. There's um, going to be so many cuts. So many cuts. It's crazy because apparently they're going to be like aggressive cuts this year to save a lot of money. But they just made a shit lot of money from selling the damn company. Well, yeah. And now that company that bought them said, hey, you got too many motherfuckers on your roster. Which is true, but... <laughs> And so, and it's I'm I didn't I'm pretty sure they did the same thing with like uh, the UFC was like, hey dude, you guys got a lot of fighters that don't fight, yeah. so they got to go bye bye. I mean, it it sucks because um, we know how many dudes got brought back in strictly because H was like, hey, I want to build you, hey, I want to build you. He's not in charge anymore, so let's go with that. However, 
there's this lovely rumor going around that Vince still ha- officially has nothing to do with creative now. And I'm like, that okay. you're s- stop lying to yourself. If he's breathing, he's the creative. And I think I've said that line like an ep- like over like 100 episodes ago. You know what I mean? If he's if he's breathing, he's in control. Yeah. And so that that's that's the narrative there. So let's not fucking change up the game all of a sudden because, you know, oh, well, it, it's just he's just the front. No, he is. He is the E. He has to remain it. You know, if Trips is probably part of the creative team. He's probably like co-head or whatever, but he ain't the head. But, yeah, but. It's, it's not like on his contract or anything, but he can just be like, hey, hey, Hunter, do mm-hmm. this. Do this instead. I like Otis like this. Okay, well, I mean, we can keep him uh, and, and fire everybody else. Who's everybody? I, I gave you a list. Like, what the fuck? I can see it now, honestly. Like, um, uh, let's see. So, and I'm going to say him already because I was just listening to this. So, Gable Steveson is going back to, uh, he's going back to the University of Minnesota. He's going oh, after his. Well, whose fault is that? They tried to build him, tried to build him, tried to build him. They wanted him to do collegiate wrestling or uh, whatever on the side. Yeah. And that they would help him build it, you know, being shown up on the mic and this and that. And then, oh, his first match would be at Mania. Well, they scrapped that, which was dumb. Perfect opportunity. I'm sure you could have had anybody show up and do it. You could have fucking fed him somebody. It wouldn't have mattered. You know what I mean? What, what's Corbin doing? Thank you. Exactly. What's Corbin doing? You, there's somebody fucking around that could have got squashed in three minutes by this kid. But now he's going to go back to the uh, University of Minnesota. He's going to try for his third NCAA championship. And I think he's going to attempt the, I want to say it's the 2024 Summer Games. Uh, sounds like right. So it's like they, the prime guy that they wanted to build the fuck out of. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I'm leaving. So he wants to leave. Becky's not happy. If Becky's gone, Seth's gone. There's yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And if you lose those two, oy, oy, oy. Uh, you thought losing, been... you thought losing fucking, uh, you know, uh, Brian and Mox was bad. To be honest, I don't think there's much left for Becky to do. She's accomplished there, there is nothing. more than most women do in that company. Uh-huh. There's nothing more, but but she's a star. That's that that's the key, though. You know what I mean? She she is a I've been there, I've done it star. And she can help build other people. But she's not happy. And I'm going to tell you this. These muff, these people are not playing games no more. They are not willing to deal with all the negativity that comes with being a part of, you know, oh, I work for Vince. When it's like, I can be happy over here. You know, there is another game in town. It's like, it, it's like WCW all over again. There is a second game in town. You know? I can go have fun over here and make about the same amount of money. I won't be on TV as much, but I'll have fun. Or yeah. I can be on TV every single fucking week and, and hate my directive. And all of a sudden, one minute, I have a segment. I'm ready for my segment. You cut my segment. Now I'm eating wings with the Miz. Like, come on. Oh, I hey, assume Logan every Paul. week. I, I'm sorry. I keep, I keep cutting you off. But I assume every week that the Miz is eating wings in the back. That's just my assumption. Yeah, I, I think Miz is loving his life right now, to be honest. He's just hanging out with Maurice backstage, doing a promo every now and then, taking a mm-hmm. sucker punch and eating wings in the back. He's the man. Life goal. Um, 
I I don't want to do what we usually do and like pick names out of the air of who's going to get fired because I that's not it's not really a very nice game to play. But no, it's kind of there's a lot of people not doing shit right now. Um, I've seen a lot of people mention Bray Wyatt, who has had probably the most deflating comeback ever. Yeah. Deflating is one word. We can say other words. But we'll go with deflating. It sounds there's, nice, right? There's been plenty of disappointing comebacks, but he came in with all this fucking helium in his balloon, and it's just gone. Pfft. Helium, hot air. This guy, what, the balloon was gigantic. Yeah. The world was on fire for him. We couldn't wait, and they were gonna. There's no way you could fuck him up now. And the and the, and the, and what happened? And what happened? They they had to go back to cartoony. It 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 didn't work, and they were like, "Shit, well, we're not gonna fucking it. We're not gonna fucking lie about it anymore. That didn't work. So yeah. you're going to the back." Yeah, well, we gave you creative control. It didn't work. Uncle didn't Howdy work. fucked up. Oh, yeah, the whole thing is bad. Now, Brock don't want to work with you. Bobby don't want to work with you. We got nothing for you at WrestleMania. Yeah, we can't. Fuck, fuck debuting your brother. We can't get you a match. The hell about your brother? I, I, mean, I feel bad for Bray, but at the same time, he had all the direction this time. It was all on him. He had all the direction and then some. He had direction and momentum. People were dying for him to come back. This guy was putting out YouTube vignettes to get fucking people around the world. Not, you know, fucking all kinds of wrestling fans. Not just E-fans. All kinds of wrestling fans. Ready for his return. His return built up. It was a fucking roller coaster. It got to the top. We were like, all right, cool. You know, maybe we're going to see Uncle Howdy. Oh, maybe we're going to do this. Oh, and Except this roller coaster didn't have it up. That's just how it ended. It just went, bam. And we just fucking got off the thing. Um, usually with the budget cuts, we also see a lot of fat trimmed off with NXT. Oh, man. Who don't even make it to the main roster. They just get cut before they even get there. And the, you know what sucks is there's some guys in NXT right now that I, I kind of like a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I used to shit all over Andre Chase. I like that cat. He, I like him now. I, I don't want it. I don't want to see him leave. I don't want to see the fucking uh, the nerdy guy that that's not the nerdy guy, but the athletic cat that's with him. I don't want to see him going anywhere. Um, How about Giant Edge? God, <laughs> he is he's a failed. He is as as failed as a try as you can make him. They tried to make him a monster. They tried to make him a baby face. They tried to do this. They tried to do that. Um, I hope he goes away, but then again, I wouldn't be surprised if they stay with him just because of his size alone. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's yeah, but he's, he's not doing shit, Vince. Yeah, but he's a big guy. Like, um, who was there's already there was a team in NXT that once gone. Oh, the Grizzly yeah. Young Vets. Yeah, I'm like, fine, bye. I mean, that'd be great. They need to leave. I you didn't know, even granted, realize who they were last time I saw them because they, they they have like completely changed their name and the gimmick. It's so it yeah they're completely unrecognizable now. So I I, I like for me and like we we haven't done this part yet. I would love to see them go to like Impact or something. You know I, I mean? think they thrive in Impact. And that's what I'm saying. It's like and that's what another thing that the immediate thing is everybody saying AEW. Oh, they're gonna go to AEW. Oh, they're gonna dude. Impact's pretty good. Okay, you got to mm. be watching Impact right now. Impact's pretty good. And on top of that, 
it is a smaller market for these former E guys to go there and get huge. Yes, again, we, we remember this whole influx for a while where if you left the E, you went to Impact, and maybe you got used big, and maybe you didn't, whatever. Hey, vice versa, okay? The E guys, or the Impact guys went to the, went to the E and got huge. So maybe some E guys can go to Impact and get big again. We'll see. I mean, look at, well, look at what's his face. Um, uh, Nick Aldis just showed back up, too. Nick Aldis just showed back up. Um, what's his name? That What was his? He was one of the Forgotten Sons, Forgotten Brothers, whatever the fuck. I forgot yeah. all about uh, Was it Steve Cutler? Did they call Steve him? Cutler. That's the fucking name. Obviously, and, Steve Macklin. And now he's fucking Impact World Champ. You know what I mean? That's great. A, a fucking wasted fucking um, uh, faction. And, uh, well, I wouldn't say wasted. They fucked them. Well, what's his name? Fuck the whole yeah. group. Yeah. Gunner whole. fucked him up. Oh, my God damn it, Ryder, you idiot. Um, <laughs> fucked the whole thing up, and now, you know, Macklin's a star in Impact, and you could have that with the Grizzled Young Vets. You can have that with some other cats that leave. I'm, I love Chad Gable, but for the love of God, release him. Release him just so he can go be gigantic anywhere else. Gigantic. The thing he has going for him that probably won't lead to him getting released is he has a catchphrase. He does. WWE love the catchphrases. Oh, we could put that on a t-shirt. Ah, fuck. We can even put it in his theme song. Shoosh. It works so well, though. Yeah, he, he pulls it off. Um, but speaking of Steve Macklin, a great week for that household. He's now world champion. Deanna's a three-time knockout champion. Three-time. Power couple of impact right there. Love it. I'm happy for, I'm happy for him. Uh, I did not expect him to win. And not at all. Uh, I did a thousand percent expect Deanna to win, though. But <laughs> I mean, that's for that's a given at this point. It's either her or it's Jordan. And I was like, I think Jordan just lost it. So they're like, all right, back to Deanna. I think Jordan's contract all, is also expiring. Um, and Deanna hasn't really done much lately. So it's about time she was back on top. Jordan Grace is is is. How can I put this? She's not everybody's cup of tea. Mm. And even however, less so these days. Yeah, but but I still think she can get over. I still think that uh, obviously she has a place in the wrestling world. I don't. I, I really do think that maybe she's gonna just resign with Impact and stay there and mm-hmm. do that. Um, the idea of her going to AEW has been like rolling around in my schnoggin for a little bit. I don't hate it, but and. Right now, in my personal opinion, again, and I like Jordan Grace. She's I've followed her for a while. I like the whole gimmick. Uh, yes, she got into weirdly weird shape, whatever. Fucking bodybuilding, get over it. Um, I just I it's, to me, she's barely an upper mid Carter now. Now an impact. If you like, if she goes to AEW, she's a dark wrestler. She's on dark. She's a mid Carter. You know, maybe she'll be on Rampage. You know. She'll she'll have that Ruby Riot run. Maybe she'll get some nice momentum. Oh, hey, I can't wait to be here. I can't wait to this. I can't wait to that. And then just fucking plateau for a while. You know, that or go to Ring of Honor. You can go to Ring of Honor. There ain't nobody in that fucking women's division. Go to Ring of Honor. No. Sometimes I wonder if Ring of Honor still have a women's division. The only two people, there's like three people that I know for sure in that. Well, no, four. So, Sumi Sakai, Mercedes. Martinez. Oh, that's right, Martinez. Oh, my God. I was like, Yeah, not the other one. <laughs> well, wrong one. Oh, that's right. Mercedes Martinez, who we haven't seen in fucking months. No. Um, 
the champ right now, which is uh, what, what's the goddamn broad name now? Athena. Yeah. Uh, you got my favorite girl of all the wrestling right now, Willow. I'm loving everything Willow does. Everything Willow does is amazing, and, I, and she should have beat fucking Athena, but whatever. It's neither here nor there. Uh, but that's I fucking I don't know. I don't really know of anybody else. I mean, they could probably put Thunder Rosa back there because she obviously ain't going to work with anybody on the uh, AEW women's division. If she's even been, has she even been cleared yet? She had back issues, bro. Back yeah. issues. You know, I'm, sh- I'm like, sure she's ready to return. Uh, I, don't, I haven't heard anything about that. I know that she's been doing commentary. That's all I know. She's been doing Spanish yeah. commentary. Because obviously she was uh, backstage last week with Jeff. Mm-hmm. She looked pretty good. Well, see, I, I, um, I like her. I like Thunder Rosa a lot. Uh, I, I do think this like the same thing with like Eva Lee. The indie people get their their heads get fucking like this, boy. They yeah. get like this when they start telling you, "Oh, it's like twenty five hundred dollars for me just to fucking show up." Oh, it's two grand just for me to fucking show up. Like your head gets like this, and that's fine, bro. I. <laughs> I'd fucking show up for $200 a day at my fucking work, and I fucking, my head's like that, too, you know what I'm saying? So, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, you you gotta understand, you're walking into the to the bobblehead place. Everybody's head is already like that. Sometimes you gotta kind of shrink it to get it back like that, because, you know, hey, they'll, they'll build you back up. They'll build that fucking big-ass head back up, but you gotta come in with a narrative, with a, with a, uh, not a, with a narrower perspective. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. And hopefully it changed. I mean, if she's able to come back, I would love to see her ring of honor. I think that would be easier. You know what I mean? Gain some trust there. Maybe you go back to the AEW. We'll see. Um, yeah, as far as WWE goes, I don't I to be honest, I don't really watch it that much to know who's probably gonna go and who's not. Um right. but I expect a lot of big shocks this time around. I because do, it's, it's I weird. It's like the more money they make, the more money they cut. Bingo. There's a lot of cats I can see that um, former, like, U.S. champs, IC champs, tag champs. I can see guys with name value getting cut. Um, I'm really trying to think of some people. Like, a dead ass. Now, this one's a fucking reach, and I'm sure already somebody's getting a <laughs> fucking laugh in my face. Randy Orton. Wow. Randy Orton, you know how much money Randy Orton makes? Oh, a lot. Randy Orton makes over $2 million a year. And the motherfucker barely wrestles. Okay? And, hey, I'm not mad at him. I'm not hating the player. I'm trying to get into the game. That's how I'm trying to be. You know what I'm saying? Let me make fucking $2 million a year doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, that's not true. He didn't do nothing. But you know what I mean? But the, the fact is, is, like, he's big money on the books. So, you know, you could release him. You could always do one of the NFL kind of deals. You can release him, re-sign him, no big deal, renegotiate, yeah. blah, 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 change some money there. Um, but I could absolutely see um, Becky going bye-bye. I could see Charlotte going bye-bye. I can see um, I could see fucking Shayna Baszler going bye-bye. You know what I mean? There's, there's mainstay people I can see. Like That's why I brought up Chad Gable. Like, I, I get the catchphrase thing, but I mean, like, if they really don't, if they have nothing for you after, like, a six-month period, now is the time to cut you, you know? We thought Braun Breaker was going to be fucking brought up to the main roster he has, and yet I don't think he's going to get cut, 
I don't think he's going to get cut, but I mean, he's a guy worth looking out for. Like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he goes bye bye. Um, yeah. You know, they're, I'm, I'm really trying to think of other cat. Um, no, they want to finish Edge's contract, so he's going to hang out. Uh, we talked about Corbin. I mean, I know that they love him, but where's he been? They can cut Corbin. You know, there's there is a lot of people. I mean, who, we who may. They, go ahead. We, we may even get lucky. Um, so from what I read, they want to cut like 50 million worth of jobs. But a lot, a lot of it's going to be God. behind the scenes because obviously they've merged with Endeavor now. So there's a lot of jobs that probably have multiple people doing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cameraman, riggers, doing the lights. You got um, stagehands. I know I was close for that one. Um, <laughs> You you know you got all kinds. There's there's a lot of jobs I'm sure that are doubled the hell up, and you can get there's I'm sure caterers and you know uh, um fucking you know janitorial and I'm sure there's a lot of jobs. You know what I mean? A lot of dumb jobs that you could probably cut. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be roster cuts. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not as much. I'm hoping they're gonna start firing some like fucking bored people like that. You really want to make your fifty million quick? You start firing board motherfuckers. You want to stop wasting money? Take a look at the creative room. Hey. So, sorry if I'm costing somebody their jobs there, but do better. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> please, bro. And don't give me no excuses. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're doing this. You guys have been on television since 1990. I want to say three. It was when Raw used to originally started on, on uh, USA Network. So don't tell me you don't know how to garner fucking attention don't tell me you don't know how to run a television station there's a fucking competition not even really a competition there's a guy there's a there's another brand that gets fucking pushed thanks to basketball not a dog show that gets pushed thanks to basketball and yet is still making uh, almost a million viewers a week and has only been on tv for three and a half years when you've been on television for 20 plus make it make sense it was 30 years this year, yeah. Oh, 30? Oh, 30 years. Oh, my God, 30 years. So, again, now I'm going to start telling everybody, okay, you want you want fucking AEW to have a thousand or a million-plus viewer ratings? Be on television for 27 more years. And then and then let's do the comparison. Yeah. But you can't deny that fucking rise in the first couple of years. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and as for the creative job, oh, we're, we're comedy writers. Then why the fuck are you writing for a wrestling show? Why why do you go for this job? Oh well, I heard they paid really well. Well, I can't yeah, blame you. That's besides the point. <laughs> I can't blame you there, but but then again, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you, and that's that's been a problem with the E for a long time, a yeah. long time. They wanted to get into the TV realm, and oh, if we if we could work like this, how they do on television, it'll come out better because television. It's like, dude. Wrestling. This is a wrestling show. We need. Re- if you want to make it TV based, at least bring in wrestling fans. You know what I mean? Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince, it. yes. You know what I mean? He understood the game. Uh, fuck, you could have brought in what was it, Melissa Joan Hart for crying out loud. Yeah. She's a fucking massive wrestling fan, and she knows TV like the back of her fucking hand. So it's it's like, come on, dude. There's there's a plethora. There was a plethora of motherfuckers out there you could have got. But you decided to go the TV edge, and now this is where we're at, and yeah, that's why it's sports entertainment. Get Fred and Sabrina. Fred and Sabrina. <laughs> I love it, though. Come on. But the timing is sketchy, really, for, for them to be 
firing a bunch of people from the roster because we got the freaking draft coming up in a couple of weeks. Well, all they're going to fucking do is move people around. That's all yeah. the draft ever is, is just people get moved around. Oh, no, you're going to be on Raw. Or you're going to be on SmackDown. Is in NXT going to be involved? Oh, yeah, exactly. You're still going to fucking show up on the other show. NXT's so, probably going to be involved because there's, there's people that's been there for a while that we thought kept thinking are going to get called up. Um, Braun Breaker has been mentioned a few times, um, but obviously he's only just dropped the NXT title and then turned heel, so I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. Nope. Which sucks because it's like he's staying. Carmella Hayes has to stay. So then, who who the fuck there would you want to bring up? Since you don't want to bring it, since Grizzle Young Vets want out, you know there goes any tag team. Uh, Grayson Waller ugh, having him on the main roster is absolutely disgusting. You want to expose the fuck out of somebody, you put him on the main roster, and, and Grayson Waller will be beyond exposed on the main. Put him in a ring with Seth. Oh my God! Please note. <laughs> Um, Actually, no, Seth can carry people. He can, but I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see I don't want Seth to put in so much work. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want him. That, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Um, I just don't. There's nobody there. I'm like, oh, Dragon Lee. He's had like a match. There's no reason to like fucking immediately shoot him to the main. Yeah, that was a huge sign in, and I've heard nothing about him on, well, the, on WWE. From what I'm hearing is they want to do like a slow build, and apparently he's a part of the. Uh, ladder match for the North American Championship. I think it's a ladder match, or at least a four-way. Oh, one. Yeah, something like that. And um, so I'm thinking he'll probably win that, be fast-tracked to the NXT title, and then, you know, be the guy that's the mainstay of NXT for a bit. Because they, according to them, had huge plans. I'm hoping they fucking stick with it. Having these quote-unquote huge plans is nice if that, you know, it's easier said than done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we like Leo. I was about to say Leo Rush. We like fucking Dragon Lee. Okay, I like him a lot. I really wanted him to hang out AEW, Ring of Honor, whatever. But if you're gonna have him in NXT, at least use him well. Axiom, I like. I like too. Um, oh, I haven't seen yeah. much, but I like. AKA a kid. A kid is awesome. <laughs> but you yeah, know, Axio, his fucking mask remind. I think I've said this before too, but if not, everybody needs to go look this video game up immediately. So for the Super Nintendo, they had a very fighting-esque wrestling game called Saturday Night Slam Masters. And there was a final boss uh, at the end of at the end of it and I fucking forgot his I think his name was Viper. And his fucking mask looks exactly like is it, is it Axio? Whatever the fuck his name is. Anyway, but um, it, it's fucking badass and I, I, and I love it and it's it just it reminds me of my childhood. So, but but he's he's good. I mean, he was another guy that they brought in, and I was hoping they would do a lot more with. But I mean, you put a mask on a guy that never had a mask. Hey, fuck it. <laughs> Scorpion, okay. I see. Scorpion, it. thank you. You see the? You get what I mean now? Yeah. <laughs> God, that game was so much fun. It's literally it's it's a fighting based wrestling game. So it's like you could do wrestling moves, but there wasn't a grapple. So you were just it was like playing Street Fighter, but in a wrestling ring. And I love the shit out of it. All right, this is Hell, something I we still, need to bring back. I still have. I think it's on my. I think I have it on my Switch. Um, Kenny Bucks. This seems like your type of game. Bring this back. 
bring it back, bro. Come on. But don't tell me you haven't played it because I know you'd be full of shit. Uh, I think that's pretty much all we can say about the budget cuts. I mean, they happen every year, so we can't really blame Endeavor. We know it always happens after Mania, and chances are at least half of them are going to get rehired in a few months. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'll be one of those things where it looks good on the books, and, oh, hey, we'll come on back. Yeah, it's like we're making the money back from Mania. Now we've made more more, more profit. Let's get a couple people back. Also, it gives you that return pop, which is always good. Oh, you can never go wrong with the return pop. All right. Um, let's see if we can get another 60-second promo this week. All right. Well, let's get in there. Let's have a little bit of fun. Let's see if y'all can get there before we do. If I do not guess the identity of this fella in the next two minutes, I'm cutting up a 60-second promo at the end of the show. Can we do it back-to-back weeks? Time to find out. It is Guess the Rest. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the bestler. Better than all the wrestler. All right, let's get those two minutes on the clock. Um, there's a there's a lot of titles to go through. I don't even know if I can go through them all in two minutes. Uh oh, here we go. This ought to be fun. <laughs> all right, let's kick it off with. Big time wrestling heavyweight champion one time, Canadian wrestling international heavyweight champion one time, Dutch heavyweight champion one time, um, mid-Atlantic hardcore champion three time, heavyweight champion one time, and tag team champion one time. No, did we even know Mid Atlantic had a hardcore title? I know that's what's <laughs> really throwing. Oh, also free time and current, three time and how the fuck? What the? Okay, sure. I'm gonna have to I have to take a look how long that title's been going <laughs> after this. Um, PCW Preston City Tag Team Champion one time, um, IWGP two time Tag Team Champion. Let's see, uh, Carl Anderson. No, but I mean, obviously you get it. It's a tag team guy. Um, WWA World Heavyweight Champion one time. Tag Team Champion one time. Uh, Wrestling All-Stars one time heavyweight champion. He won a lot of heavyweight titles too. Ah, damn. Let's move to Jimmy Crockett. Um, A one-time WCW champion. Two-time TV champion. Two-time US champion. Um including NWA and WCW World Tag Team and United States Tag Team, eight-time tag team champion. Eight time, uh, Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, yeah. All right. <laughs> 22 seconds to go. Oh, let's go. People, you were 22 seconds away 22. from Moses' first promo. Um, oh, man. We didn't even no. cover WWE or TNA. Um Two-time tag team champion in TNA with Booker T and Eli Drake, a.k.a. L.A. Knight. Oh, really? I had no- Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I remember that. <laughs> oh, that's um, when he came back from the restaurant business. Oh, my fucking shit. Wow. He won Feast of Fired in 2007 twice. Huh? He, won, he won two briefcases for the X Division and the world title. Obviously, didn't win with either one of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, then they did that whole... Indian spin-off of TNA, Rinka King. Um, 
he won the I tag team title there with that. Abyss. Dumb as shit, but for show. Uh, WWE two-time tag team champion, and that's it. And Hall of Fame. No, when you hit me with the eight time, I was like, okay, there's only a handful of eights. You know, there's <laughs> a handful of eights. But then it kept throwing me out because, like, you went mid. And I was like, okay, yeah. so it's got to be, like, an older head. I was like, it's got to be somebody from, like, the 80s, like, prime in the 90s. So it was like, uh, I was about to start throwing out. Like, I was at first, when the second you said, like, Canadian, I'm always going to be like, Bret Hart. Fuck no. Oh, yeah, Scott Steiner been all over the place. So seven-time so. world tag team champion and one-time U.S. tag team champion. I remember the U.S. tag titles. I do. I remember when they took they they won them, went to Japan, won the IWGP tag titles, came back, cast those in. I want to say to beat the Midnight Express for the current tag, for the WCW tag title. NWA, pause. NWA tag title. <clears throat> Uh, moving on to the Wrestling Observer Awards. Um, match of the year, 91, uh, with Rick against Hiroshi yep. Hase and Kensuke Sasaki. Oh, what? That was WCW that New one. Japan Super Show. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously, worst worked match of the year in 2003 with Triple H at the Royal Rumble. I would fucking hope so, bud. <laughs> I would hope so. Because if there was a worst one in 03, I haven't seen it, and I don't want to. Um, oh, what a horrible payoff. Dude, I'm was. getting bad flashbacks right now from that. Fucking yeah, match. that was awful. bad flashbacks. All, all I remember is Steiner stripping Triple H. Okay, was am, am I wrong? But wasn't this biker shorts? Y- yeah, this was biker shorts Triple H. That was a weird phase. That was the weirdest of phases. Oh, it didn't last very long. Thank God. Um, so let's take a look at this freaking NWA hardcore title. Right? Please. I'm so fucking confused. When the fuck did that happen? And how is it still active? Apparently it's not. Um, what the fuck? NWA Power? Does Power have a fucking hardcore title? And why the fuck would they do? Like you click the link and it just takes you straight to the NWA's main page. <laughs> and the only titles they have active is a heavyweight, TV, uh, junior heavyweight, and a national title. Uh, oh, here we go. It's it's considered the NWA Texas Hardcore Championship. All right. How the fuck is it active then? So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it was abandoned in 01. Kind of fucking oh, goddamn. So he was oh, like wait. the last champion and then never retired it or whatever. No, I guess that wasn't. No, he wasn't even it. Hold on, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on? Now I'm extra confused. I want to know all the answers. You give me the answers right now. Cage match. Come on, hook me up, motherfucker. That's it. MACW Hardcore Championship. Oh, are they fucking mixing? Yeah, they've got to be mixing it up. Yeah, no, because I don't see... Well, he's been champion for 1,888 days. God He won it in 2018. Yeah, it is a mid-Atlantic. What the fuck? So he never never vacated the belt, is what you're telling me. Pretty much. Yeah, he just kept it. Well, wait a (laughs) minute. He won it back in 2012... 
hold on, what the fuck is going on? So pause. Okay, listen to this shit. Fucking, I thank you, fucking cage match. So he won it in 2012, lost it to Buff Bagwell. Fucking Buff Bagwell, who had it for three years, then lost it back to Scott Steiner, who had it for a year, lost it back to some fucking nerd named Jeff Lewis Neal, and apparently at some time, was it back in fucking February of 2018, February 17th of 2018, Scott Steiner, for the third time, became the Mid-Atlantic Wrestling Hardcore Champion, 1888. How, that's, what the, almost 2,000 days? For, he ain't wrestled in years. That's like the most obscure title ever. <laughs> it is the most obscure title ever. Are you kidding me? This is a bonus trivia question, that is. That right. really that is a five point question right there. Cause like who who was the longest reigning fucking hardcore champion of all time? And if your answer is not Scott Steiner, it's wrong. <laughs> like Mid wow. Atlantic Championship Wrestling isn't even a thing. I was gonna um, say, didn't they go under? Yeah, NWA own all the Mid Atlantic stuff. So the <laughs> where the fuck is this belt being defended? Apparently, Johnny Swinger is still the MACW heavyweight champion. Jeez. Where are these belts being defended? <laughs> That's what the fuck is going on. We went down a rabbit hole of some crazy shit, and I need all the answers. I need them all. Um, nobody seems to know even when he won it. It was just someday in 2017. Yep. And it's Buff Bagwell order. also won it someday in 2017. Someday People just 20... stopped following in 2017. <laughs> they just... <laughs> They're just like, hey, let's give it to Buff Bagwell. All right. Hey, on what show? There's a show? I'm just putting this on the internet. All right. They just get a call from Dave every now and then. Like, Who's your That's current right. heavyweight champion? Uh, Johnny Swinger. When did he win it? Oh, uh, a few months ago. Okay. I'll, I'll fill the blanks. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. All right, all right, here we go. That or fucking um, Scott and fucking Bub Bagwell having dinner. They're like, hey, I got this belt. You want to wear it? Sure. And he walks out. Bam, there's a new champ. Like, what the fuck happened? He had wine. Oh, man. Um, I think that's more entertaining than a promo. We just fell down a rabbit hole of a <laughs> imaginary championship. For all you, I'm dead, I'm dead ass. For all you like hardcore wrestling fans that like want to quiz your friends, that is your new official stumper question. Who is the longest reigning hardcore champion of all time? And when they tell you, oh, like Sabu, no, Scott Steiner, they watch their fucking head explode. Watch but their know, fucking head explode. I know one thing. If anybody can find a replica, it's got to be DC. Oh, DC, find it, baby. Way. They mortgage the future. 
Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us. And head to the website, maxrossingnet.weebly.com. Damn right. Still to come this week, budget cuts are apparently coming to AE, or sorry, to WWE, sorry. Yeah, it's don't Chris cut anybody Jer- from AEW. Don't do it yet. Is Chris Jericho about to work with CM Punk again? Do the again. And Jay Wright makes his all-elite Dynamite debut. All right. Okay. <laughs> but first... It's time for stupid shit people say online. This is shit Max say. God damn it, you suck. OMG. Eggplant emoji. WTF. Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Marks say. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Oi. Uh, who's not been very easy on TikTok to kick things off? Uh, okay, so TikTok has officially become the magical place of we follow the word of Bischoff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, there's one guy. Um, God damn it. I wish I, I should have looked his fucking name up. User, a bunch of names, but the dead ass, that's what it is. He's, he's brand he's new to egg. the TikTok. There you go. He's brand new to the TikTok world. And hey, dude, I grew up watching Dub C Dub. Okay, like I hated Bischoff with a passion. I understand his genius or whatever, but to like follow his current word and say like he's smarter than Cornette. Like, first off, I hate Cornette just as much, like just as much. But like to say that fucking Bischoff is smarter than Cornette. Oh my Lord Jesus! Oh my God, that threw me for a loop. Um, uh, I went to so here's the fun part about TikTok, and I love this sometimes. Um, every now and again, I'll go to like stitch somebody's, uh, video and for some dumb reason, I guess I don't hit the button and it hangs out in the drafts and I'm like, shit. And then I'll end up deleting the draft, but I'm going to go and attack him. Like I wouldn't say attack him. I'm sorry myself. I'm going to go and correct him later. Um, but it's, it's honestly the, the, the toxicity of, of TikTok has slowed way the fuck down. Um, everybody's a lot nicer to everybody right now, but, and I do mean, but. Uh, that's until you bring up any uh, the elite of any capacity. Nice. So I think I'm just going to start making like daily videos about how much I love the elite, and so I can get all the hate. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. Well, all right then. Um, on the Twitter side of things, okay. uh, I got three this week. First up, okay. we have John Don't Know Shitovich. <laughs> um, one of the best names ever. John responded to uh, the video of Trish's promo, which we'll get to later on, uh, her heel promo from Raw, um, saying, good heel promo. Well, they also said, like, she was, um, like, obviously such a big impact on the women's division and everything. Yeah. Um, And put the women's division back on. Oh, she said, actually, I, I was the first woman that made you give a shit about the women's division. Yes. Uh, John says, good heel promo, but false. That was China by a mile. Uh, false. Bro. China wrestled men. I was about to say, she, like wrestled, she wrestled dudes, bro. Dudes. I'm like, actually scrolling now. I don't think she wrestled a she, single female one-on-one until... 2000... I want to say, what was it? WrestleMania 17? I think a little bit before. For that, maybe I think it was like the early 2001. I, I'm in 2000 yeah. now, and all I'm getting is either men or mixed tags. Yeah, no, she, see, yeah, her singles run in the women's division was not a thing until, yeah, until after the turn of the millennium. 
literally her first ever one-on-one female versus female match was December 11th, 2000. Huh. Again, against the turn of the millennium. So, And wow. she left, like, less than a year later. So, don't tell me she put the women's division on the map. She did a lot for women. Now, again, now, here's that, 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 that's the thing. Now, listen to that comment, the women's division. So, so I'm sure there could be some old head out there that's going to yell, Sonny, or, or, uh, or what's her face, uh, Marlena. They weren't wrestlers. You know, they were, they were managers. Valets. They were valets. So, it was, uh, that's a little bit different. But, like, the first set of female wrestlers, Trish was one of them. Lita was another one. So yeah, I, I'm a thousand percent Trish. I, I got all my attention to Trish, all my youthful attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Like China was not interested in the women's division. No. She was IC champion multiple Thank times. Thank you. She was DX through and through. She only became women's champion in like the last nine months of her career in WWE. And, you, and I swear to God, that only happened because of the sex tape. Yeah, I swear to God, they were like, "Oh, hey, we can finally book her as a woman." I'm like, well, she is a woman. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I don't. She's done no, Playboy. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, bud. Come on. So yeah, I mean, China was very inspirational, um, groundbreaking mm-hmm. for sure. But oh yeah, she she didn't put the women's division on the map. I'm about at to say, all. wrong division, pal. Wrong division. Put the IC division on the on the map. That she did. That she did. Um, Get in the bin. And next up, we have still 12 years old since 1999. This is going to be so bad, I can already tell. This is actually a response to JD from New York. So it makes makes him look sensible. I mean... Most of the time. Not sensible, but calm. Oh, (laughs) he's not calm. Um, (laughs) But okay, I can't wait for this one now. Again, this is about the women's division, and JD said, um, and very factually, we just mentioned, uh, like, there's nothing for Becky to do. Um, I'm sorry, but women's wrestling in WWE is ice fucking cold. Legitimately, nothing is exciting or must see. I don't even know what can be done to fix it. I think that's a fair point. Um, Super fair point. And it's not like it's in like a negative thing. It wasn't like a jab, like a, this is what is so bad. It's just a what can we do? We have talent, but what is there to do? Exactly the point. There's plenty of talent, but you're not doing shit with them to make people invested. Um, and still 12 years old since 99, who also has a picture of Mike Tyson in DX shirt, by the way, says, maybe, just maybe, no one cares about women's wrestling. I'm telling you now. They need to bring back bra and panties matches for the entertainment value. No, they don't. No, they don't. There's there's a website for that. It's called Pornhub. There's a bunch this of websites. Wrestling. There's a there's a bunch. Hell, if you really if you really if that's what you're that interested in, there's an entire site of fucking TikTok for that player. There's an entire <laughs> side of fucking Instagram, Twitter, you name it, big dog. You go on ahead, you get that whacking hand ready. Don't forget your lotion and make sure to clean up after yourself. But that's not we let me stop myself. They used that because that was a part of the the writing directive. That was their idea of oh, this is our way of connecting with the fans. Because the hottest thing on television for the, at the time was Jerry Springer, and all we always saw was random fights. And, oh, well, that, that, that would pop the crowd. So you know what would pop the crowd if they fought, but if they got naked while they fought. Oh, hey, all right. You know, 
we've evolved from that. We understand mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, women can be athletes more than sex objects. So we apologize for those, uh, those bad, those bad times. We were UG men and we can't blame yeah. ourselves. We were also children. So don't get too mad at us. Um, but it's, 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 it, it, we've moved on, bro. We don't we don't need it. In all reality, these ladies are hot as it is, and they don't fucking need bras and panties. They don't need it. Let's be honest, a lot of them don't wear much more anyway. <laughs> exactly. So what the fuck, bro? You're just fucking mad. You're just mad at life. If, like, take a look at, like, um, Gigi Dolan, for example. If you put her hey. in a bra and panties match, literally, oh. how much more skin are you actually going to see? Dude, not much. There's already Not plenty much. of skin on show. Her fucking cheeks are already hanging out now. You know what I mean? Say, like, fucking look at like, look at the other side of the spectrum. Let's go to the fucking AEW side of the coin real quick. Fucking look at Tony Storm. How much fucking shorter her fucking shorts gonna get then? You know what I mean? S- Jamie Hayter, same thing. Fucking Jade. They're basically in brown panties now, bro. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? You're just you you want you think that all women should be sexualized, and that's not the case. They can be strong women. They can be, they can be, uh, I was going to say, is it encourageable? That's probably the wrong word I'm looking for. But they can be role models. And they have been role models. Look at the fucking Bianca Belair's entrance for crying out loud. People are loving what the women have become. And that's why there's no point in going backwards. I mean, we're going forwards with life. We're evolving. Shut the hell up. Get in the bed. They've kind of cut the middleman out. You don't need to strip off because they're not wearing very much anyway. So they're already looking hot. Now they're just kicking each other's ass. Bingo. Just Simplicity, baby. Get your backwards thinking brain back in the bin. Hey. Uh, and as far as nobody cares about women's wrestling, women's wrestling has done plenty in the past like decade. Nobody cares about women's wrestling yet. The best match on WrestleMania was a women's match. Um, again, the again, thank you. Um, the the only segment worthwhile on this whole thing besides Brock and Roman is, uh, or yeah, Brock and uh, Brock and, and Cody. Yeah. Brock and Cody, my bad. Um, is is the Trish story? So somebody who started the the division in '99 is relevant in the two thousand in the twenty twenties. Because of bra and panties? And how much is Becky Lynch getting paid? Hoy. I ain't seen a cheek yet. So, don't tell me nobody cares about women's wrestling. Like, come on, bro. Stay, like, it, it, they, are, they are more than objects, player. They're more than objects. Um, there's a bit of a trend this week. And finally, we have Creepy Steve. Um, uh, the comment isn't creepy, that. but uh, the picture is, but... I believe it's, uh, pictures. It's like it's like Sam fucking Roberts, but completely bald. Oh. Um, he says it's hilarious to see people complaining about fake crowd noise. It's a TV show. You think all that canned laughter on your favorite comedies is real? I mean, no. yes, there is canned laughter, but they do have a studio audience sometimes. Um, but you can literally see the audience in wrestling, and there's thousands of them. That's the difference, player. That's and the difference. Half the time they're interacting, that they are literally part of the show. It's not like we're watching a comedy show being filmed. We're in a live performance. Yeah, exactly. We, the crowd does not get a sign that says applaud, cheer, 
whatever. They don't get the signs like you would. Have you ever been to? I've, I've, I have never personally been to a live studio taping, but there's been plenty of '90s television shows that have gone to the backstage and shown you the crowd and the big ass thing that says applause and all this other shit. So they're getting cues to help the show, as in for wrestling, you're filling an arena, not a not a stage with you know two three hundred people, maybe a hundred people, maybe eighty people. You're filling a fucking arena with thousands. Do you understand me? Thousands of people. And if I have to pipe in crowd noise, that's a problem. That's embarrassing. That's it. That's where that's what the problem is, bro. It has nothing to do with, oh, we, oh, it, you know, it helps look good on television. You know what helps look good on television when the crowd goes nuts? Now the sound of the crowd goes nuts, and I see my entire camera side sitting on their hands. Now, granted, I understand we only get to see this box of people and there's all this around us. But if this box of people ain't doing shit, none of anybody else is. I'll tell you that right now. As a guy who's been to a lot of shows, if them motherfuckers ain't doing shit, ain't nobody else doing shit. Mm-mm. And often they're the ones sitting on their phones. Exactly. So it's like, understand the difference, please, please. Like the the show we went to a couple of weeks ago with Chad and Beer and Phoenix. So the first time we went last year, we were like by the ramp, not making an awful lot of noise. Uh, this year we were front row. There was the ring, and we were a lot rowdier. Exactly. Once you're in that position, you 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 kind of have a responsibility. It, you it, it, bingo. You have a responsibility. You are the crowd shaker. You guys. Are the you if you look good, the crowd's gonna look good. If this section is getting bananas, the whole section is gonna get bananas. Yes, it takes one guy to start the chant, but trust me, when you're in the right spot to spot to start said chant, everybody's going. Everybody's yeah. going. It's also <sighs> like like changing a narrative too. Like people are booing something, so okay, we're gonna pipe in crowd noise to make it look like they're cheering something, but then clearly nobody's enjoying it, so it looks weird. It looks weird when I can see the difference than what I'm hearing. And it That's also does sound fucking fake. It's a whole like a son bitch. Uh, so creepy Steve, you can get in the bin too, and they are marks, and that's the shit they say. You creepy fucks. Um, but we've got a brand new Max Racing uh, special event coming your way on May 25th as we present Full House. Featuring Double or Nothing Predictions, it's the first event created specifically for an AEW pay-per-view. That's right. And last week, we found out that I will be teaming... Oh, I was Daniel Crimmins' choice to team up to challenge the captain in the Phoenix for the Max Wrestling Tag Team Championships in Tag Team Trivia Turmoil. All right. Challenge laid down. Challenge accepted. Um, we also saw another challenge laid down last week for your World Championship. You were essentially offered an ultimatum by um, Anon Mascaras. Um, have you reached a decision on that? Speaking of such, I'll be right back. All right, then. Mystery man, the mystery man. 
Manos, Mascara, Anno, Mascaras, the talk about, the, whatever the fuck your name is, Playboy. Fact of the matter is, is there's a long line of worthy opponents that should get a title shot before you, but you see, I'm what they call a, a fighting champion, a respectable champion. Somebody who's willing to take on the underdog to prove a point. But you see, here's the funny thing. I'm not any normal guy. I'm not any normal champion. Yo soy el heavy. And now with that being said, there's another thing that not a lot of people know about El Jefe. And that's his background. You see, you went hacking to find me. But the fact of the matter is, is with two types of my keyboard, I found you. Just as easy as you found me. You see, many perks come when you're an IT major. We're not talking hacking right now. We're talking about the world championship. Not that one. One you don't get to see because you ain't privileged enough to see it. So maybe if you're lucky, you get an up-close visual at the next pay-per-view. So with all that being said, I accept your challenge. Let's see if you got what it takes, mystery man. But just remember, I'll find you before you find me. Well, there we go. Challenge accepted. You have, ladies and gentlemen, your world title match set for Full House. Now we just need to find out who the fuck Anon Mascaras is. Yeah, who the fuck is you, bro? Um, well, the television championship will also be on the line. Uh, two weeks ago, I extended an invitation to defend my title against Ted P. De Nero under TV rules. Obviously, we've never faced before, so it will be first time ever. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. And for all your other information, go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com forward slash full house. But, uh, but we have more to add. I think there's another match to add to the card for the first time ever. We will hear from Beer in his very first video promo to address the knowledge, champ- the knowledge title defeat by Kenny Killer. One mistake. One stupid mistake. And it cost me my knowledge championship. That is mine. And I'm going to live with it for a long, long time. Until I claim back what is mine that was stolen from me. Stolen from me. Promo Mania, I will never, ever live that moment down until I get what I want. Kenny, I got all the respect in the world. You are one of the goats.
But in the words of what a wise man called Eric Ten Hag said, all heroes come to an end. And your era is going to come to an end when it comes to Full House. At Full House, I will become your new knowledge champion. And if I don't, I'm seemingly going to be wasting my fucking time. Full House, the championship is coming back home where it belongs. Next to me. All right. Um, well, I guess we should make it official. Uh, the thing is, with Double or Nothing coming up, we did it last year at Trivia Takeover. The knowledge title is defended under double or nothing rules, which means Kinney will set the score. Beer then has one extra minute to double that score in order to win the championship. And that's that's the double part. As for the nothing, this is is third go around. So if Beer is unsuccessful this time, that's no more title shots as long as Kinney's champion. I'm pulling for your beer. Like we couldn't make it any more intense than it was at Mania. Goodness gracious. These, the, this rivalry will never, ever stop. And I will never, ever stop loving it. Oldest one in the book. Oi. Right, um, in other news, we've we've mentioned it briefly. Trish's heel promo was good, good very step. good on Raw. Um, considering like she hasn't been a heel or like full time for like almost twenty years. Um, yeah, twenty. Wait a minute, is that right? Two thousand six, no. she retired full time. Really? Was it that soon? Yeah, it was that soon. But yeah, so for a while she um she hasn't been a heel. She's made a few appearances as the classic Trish, but uh, we're we're experiencing heel Trish now, and it's very very good. I like it. Um, she held her own against the crowd that was trying to give her the what treatment that was covering her with booze. Um, and she made some decent points too. Like she she set the bar very high a long time ago, and. I like that they've found a reason for her and Becky being that Becky has pretty much said that she's the one that's put women's wrestling on the map where Trish did it back in the day. Mm-hmm. So we're getting two generational trendsetters one-on-one. I love it. I love um, it. And heel Trish is very, very feisty. She's feisty and fine as shit. For something who's like <laughs> just before 50 years old, good God. Good God. Yeah, literally that that trend in TikTok with fucking uh, Celine Dion. Oh right. <laughs> me at ten, boy. me at thirty three. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, boy. Um, I hope they do keep it till SummerSlam. 
Yeah, please. Um, because don't apparently blow this off. they're both dealing with nagging injuries right now. Um, I'm not. Yeah. I can't remember what Becky's injury was, but Trish apparently worked WrestleMania with a slightly uh, torn hamstring. Oh, fuck! That's gotta suck. I mean, yeah, couldn't no. tell she was injured though. So no. Good job. Uh, fucking top broad. But I definitely don't want this wasted in Saudi. Don't do it in Saudi. No, don't. No, 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 no. Save this for save this for a big show. Let them get healed. Let them get healed. Understand that part. Let them get healed, and then do it at SummerSlam. Because where's SummerSlam going to be? Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and it's early August this year. So again, so it's not that far away. So what? Uh, call it. Uh, three and a half, three and a half months. Yeah, come on, let's make we can make that work. We can make it work. Come on, come on. Uh, I'm gonna find out what Becky's injury is now. I know, right? I was curious. I was like, what is she battling? Maybe a sh- uh, hopefully not a shoulder thing. I don't know. because uh, that's why she missed Raw this week, and she put out that little cryptic tweet, um, which got everybody thinking she was on her way out. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's like, I'm out of uh, here. What? What is it? Staying she... home because I'm injured, motherfucker. Oh fuck you! It's expected that Becky and Trish will meet at Backlash. Oh, I don't want to see it at Backlash. Keep it till SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Um. No. Oh, a minor foot injury is what Becky has. Uh huh. That's all they're giving us. So she stubbed her toe real bad. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Getting out the shower. Boom. Bam. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That'll ruin your whole day. Um, also on Raw, like you said, we, we got a little bit of a brawl between Cody and Brock. That's now official for Backlash. That's fine. Uh, I don't. Who the fuck is dressing Brock? <laughs> who is dressing Brock? Looking like fucking Brock Helsing out here, boy. I swear <laughs> to God. I laughed so hard. I was like, I really want, like, I'm excited for this. I think this is going to be really good, and I th- well, at least decently good. I think Cody's going to help Brock be a uh, have a good match. There's guys that carry Brock to great matches, and I think Cody's going to be one of them. And I just, but the, this this fucking coat, this fucking, I've got guns underneath my coat coat kind of shit fucking threw me off. And then didn't Trish have the same shit? Pretty much, yeah. I'm like, Trish are you guys classic both? trench coat. I'm like, are you guys from fucking both from Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan, whatever the fuck y'all live? Goddamn um, Canadian. I'm, I'm going to get people on Google right now. Brock looked exactly like um, Creighton Duke from Jason Goes to Hell. I fucking have seen that. I'm going to have to look it up right goddamn now because I'm like, I've seen let's that. A, I, let's get a live reaction. Jason, dude. <laughs> oh no! Don't give me some fucking bullshit. Nah, bullshit, dude. From uh, what was it? Hold on, said. Uh, Guarantee Mike is listening to this now, and he just popped. What goddamn movie was it again? Jason goes to hell. The final Friday. Creighton Duke. Not Jason goes to jail. The fuck? Holy Jason son of a bitch! Goes to jail. Damn. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Brock, stop watching horror movies. Oh my <laughs> god. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same. It's the same thing. All he's it's the all he's missing was the brown vest. Yeah. In the blue shirt. Somebody uh, get him a brown vest and blue shirt right now. Right fucking now. Played by what? perfection by Stephen Williams. Oh. Not to be confused with Dr. Death. <laughs> Don't confuse him now. Don't confuse him. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, Cowboy Brock's taking a weird turn. Um, it also looked a little small for him, the trench coat. Yes, bro. It did not look like it really fit him. <laughs> if you're going to be a heel, Brock, just go for the old fucking cut-off shirt, whatever. I said, yeah, go back to what? Yeah, just wear your cut off with your cowboy, dude. I don't know what <laughs> the fucking jacket was just bananas. Like I said, I got immediate Van Helsing vibes. Now I'm getting this fucking cat, and I'm just like, <laughs> I can't take him seriously. I can't. I can't do it. I just can't. I, I'm excited for the match. I am, but leave the fucking coat. Leave it at home. Do not come out with that fucking coat on. I swear to God. I will roast the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, gunslinger Brock. Oh, my God. I wonder how many vampires you took out before the, <laughs> for the show. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Creeper Brock. Jeepers Creepers Creep. Brock. They, oh, fuck. Je- the, the, just they just keep coming. Just, the comparisons keep coming. They're just coming, bro. The wheels can, don't stop. Really trying not to take more. Obviously, I wouldn't be saying this stuff to Brock's face. <laughs> uh, he'd probably laugh. I'm not even <laughs> gonna lie. He'd probably laugh his ass off. He'd be like, "Oh shit, I'm never wearing that thing again." Oh boy. Um, but yeah, the, the brawl um was very quickly broken up. Cody. Oh yeah. Um, Cody just wants a piece of Brock. That's all he wants. And I mean, then they're going to get it. It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a good one. It's going to, this is now, this is the summer of, is it, we're in the, we're out the summer yet. We're in the year of Cody. There you go. The year of Cody. I'm, I don't know if they're going to go fucking full charge in everything Cena mode. You know what I mean? I don't know if he's going to, he'll beat Brock. He'll win the rumble. He'll do the, this he'll do the, I don't know if he's going to do all of it like that, but I do know that this is step one in wherever the fuck they're going. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if they're smart, it ends here. It does not get extended. We don't push it into SummerSlam. It's done. I'm pretty sure Roman's not working Backlash. So that Fuck this is probably no. going to be the main event, too. Of course he's not working Backlash. Are you kidding me? He's fucking, he laughed. He, they he called me on until Night of Champions. He's like, hey, bro, do you want to show up at the show? He's fucking... <laughs> Boop. Uh, the rest of the bloodline now, uh, we're getting a six-man tag between the bloodline, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Interesting team, and I like it. <clears throat> Very PWG. Um, is this it, uh, the one that if the bloodline loses or something? Um, uh, what, the, what the fuck was Paul Heyman's stipulation? Was there a dumbass stip? Oh, God. This is what happens when you don't listen to Paul Heyman. I don't think it was an official stipulation, but it was like... Roman's not gonna be happy. It was more, it was more of a threat than a stipulation. Uh, I have no idea. 
got nothing. Whatever, Heyman said some shit. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it came across like he was saying it to KO and Sammy, but he was stood behind the Usos while he was saying it. Mm. So it was kind of sketchy. Well, at the same time, we got it. We you know we already know that Roman's not happy with with uh, with the Usos because they mm. lost the tag titles. Um, I know that he's not happy with Solo because he lost to Cody. So you know, there's inner turmoil within the bloodline, and I'm pretty sure that's what they're st- they're stirring the pot. Heyman is. <clears throat> so I just I just you know the what's the uh, the uh, there's a certain part of the internet or TikTok or wherever I want to just go with the whole internet to be general. Um. Where they believe that it's Jimmy, is it, it, Jimmy's the guy? Is it Jimmy or Jimmy? One of the one of the Usos is the guy to end it all for for uh, for Roman because apparently that's where the animosity has started and da 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 da. And it's a super long build forever. And I could absolutely see this being like the the bloodline starts to finally crumble here. You know, oh they fucking the Usos lost again. Oh my god, what now? You know, well maybe. Maybe they go, I don't want to say they go away, but maybe, you know, they don't hang out with Roman as much now. And now it's just Solo. And then Solo loses. And now Roman's pissed off, so he kicks him out. I'm yeah. just thinking maybe small implosion, you know, maybe come like SummerSlam, Roman's alone. For Some. once. Um, yeah, so what it was is Heyman pointed at Kevin and Sammy, but he was looking at the Usos when he said, the, um, the tribal chief is losing patience with the two of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, he's such a great storyteller. He's the man. I love Paul Heyman. And it's subtle, subtle things like that that have made this whole story as big as it has been. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's him. It's his great storytelling. And all the little subtle stuff at the same time. Jay in particular with all the subtle stuff, too. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Jay's the man. Um, all right, so on to AEW. Um, the wow. four pillars squared off in, on the mic in the opening segment before, uh, which was great, by the way. Um, oh, I liked it. No arguments. They, they I mean, both it, got really, all three of them, sorry, um, got heated with each other, which is great to see oh, because yeah. it's almost like none of them are really the baby face or the heel in this situation. They all literally just want MJF. Exactly. They're all... They're all in it for the same prize. They all want the world title. They all want to be at MJF. This whole thing started out very WWE. You know, everybody got their everybody got their shit in. Everybody said some stuff. MJF comes out and was like, "Oh, don't fight over me." Da 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 da. da. And you know, we're we're now we're building. Um, I I I like this personally myself. I'm like I I I like the idea of them getting away from the fatal four way idea and having like a singles match. Something tells me it's Darby's turn. Like Darby will be number Darby will be the first one. Uh and I think that that's where it's going to suck because like if, it, if there's any one of those 3 that could that should beat MJF, to me it's not Darby and it's not Jungle Boy. It's Sammy. And now whether that would be help from with Jericho or not, I think Sammy would be the better option to beat MJF if it ends up being one of those three. I don't think he's the best overall option. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just, mm. So if anybody says that, that's not what I'm driving at. If he, if they have, if the idea is, is MJF is losing to one of the three pillars, the one of the three pillars that needs to lose, or when I should say, is Sammy, and that's my opinion. I just think, I just mm. think it's the, the best, the best move. 
I mean, I think they all deserve a singles shot. Absolutely. Um, I just think it would look really good on paper and on TV to have oh, yeah. literally a, a match between the four pillars for the big title mm-hmm. on a pay-per-view. Um, great. Somehow, I don't see it end up being one-on-one either way. Like, there was some shenanigans this week that led yep. to Sammy winning thanks to MJF's interference. There'll be um, more shenanigans next week. Yeah, we're probably going to get it next week too. And then TK coked up, probably going to be like, well, you know what? Them two got screwed, so they get a title shot too. Everybody's, everybody's wrestling! I can see him now just start twitching. Yeah, because the heel's not going to get his way. No. But I did love the whole thing where he's all like, here, fucking, he's all, you got to lay down for me. Which, by the way, that confused the fuck out of me. Did it confuse you? It confused the fuck out of me. He's all like, I'm going to need you to lay down. And I'm like, why would he lay down in the opening match? And then I later on got it, but I was like, that's fucking weird as shit. But then he's all like, here, I'll give you a blank check. And I don't know what the fuck he wrote on it. He probably wrote your mother's ass or something. And he's just like, you got it. And I'm like, God damn, how much money does fucking MJF have? I mean, his his initial reaction was perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Any number you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get, oh, I died. I was like, yep. <laughs> that's how you know you broke all of a sudden. And Renee saw the, the figure, and she was like, oh, that's a fair amount. I believe it. Yeah, to fucking not be world champion. Better at least give me a quarter million dollars. There's got to be a lot of zeros on there. Too many to count. Sa- Sammy's in his head thinking, how many Jordans can I get? Oh, yeah, all the J's. So he's probably thinking about, you know, I, I've been needing some new pop figures. <laughs> all the pop figures. What restaurants hey. does Ty like? What's about the... <laughs> You think we can go to oh, we can go to the Brazilian steakhouse all the time, just like going home. Um, but also it's got to be a question of which one screws one first, because obviously Sammy and MJF yeah. they're playing each other. Oh, for sure, for sure. For uh, that, that's where I'm at myself. It's it's like, um, is it going to end up being something that completely breaks down? Um. Is like Sammy gonna get pissed off because oh you didn't help me win, you know, and then turns into some giant brawl, and then that's when we get the cooked up decision of oh it's a fucking four way anyway. Oh okay, so I just, I mean I don't, I don't personally I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm gonna contradict myself. I don't mind the one on one. I feel like we're gonna revert to it, like how you're pointing out. I just think if it's gonna be a one on one, Max has to lose. Yeah, that's where that's where my thought process is. That's where my thought process is, because you're going to take one of the two, three pillars and they're going to lose. And honestly, it's like, look at everyone that's lost to a world champion. They fall hard. They fall hard. Brian was off television for like months, a couple months. Now, granted, he was injured as fuck, but he was off television for months and he still hasn't done anything. He's basically a manager now. And, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks, you know, that thing will change. But again, I'm looking at that like anybody who loses to MJF right now is going to go down. But if it's in a four way, it'd be one of those things where I think it'd be a less impactful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because obviously you're fighting fucking two more dudes at the same time. But I just it's I don't hate the idea of a singles, but it's it's got to work. I don't hate the idea of the four-way, 
but it's got to work. It's just one of those things where it's just this has to work out. There, there's a, there's certain there's certain roads to go down, and if they don't go down these roads, then we got problems. I don't want yeah. problems. Yeah, it would it would definitely look good, uh, look better for the three of them if you beat them all at once, mm-hmm. um, because it wouldn't be clean anyway. Well, no, obviously not. Whereas, you know, if you beat one of them one on one, they'd be like, okay, you're out of the equation. Bingo. And then we're just every pay per view we're gonna you know what I mean like I could feel like that could be redundant you know it could get boring fast you know MJF fucks you know, fucks three guys over at once how you doing still AEW champion I'm MJF you're not it'd be funny if he knocked all three of them out with the ring and then just stacked them and like, like look Roman See, I stacked three people I that would be the biggest middle <laughs> finger anybody can give right now and I would be all fucking for it. All goddamn for it. I wonder if MJF could pull off a thousand day run. Yes. For for one thing, AEW have the advantage of not as many pay-per-views as WWE. Exactly. That's one. Two, he's that big of a douchebag where (laughs) he will always, he can always find a win. He can always find a way. He can always do this. He can always do that. I mean, look at the fucking look at the match I just talked about with him and Brian. If you swore to God, it was over. It was over. There's nothing he could do. They're not even gonna let him fucking cheat to win, and he still cheats to win because he's the man at being the bad guy. Yeah, he's. I I could definitely see him go a thousand because I could see five hundred. No problem. No problem. A thousand, I'm like, you're going to start beating guys you kind of don't want to beat, but I understand it. Yeah. You know I mean? It would make sense. I mean, that's the position Roman's in now. He's beat everybody there is to beat. What the fuck is he going to do for another 11 that, months? But that's but that exactly. But he's over a thousand. That's my whole gimmick. It's not like it's a, oh, okay, well, well, let's make it 2,000. Why? Why? Like, is it 1,200? Why? Like, again, like like I keep reverting back to. If you look at it, anybody who had over a thousand day reign, they just didn't know they didn't know what to do with booking. They were building stars with that. That's why Hogan had a nine hundred day reigns. That's why Backlund had nine hundred day reigns. That's why uh, was it uh, Pedro Morales had eighteen hundred day reigns. Bruno San Martino had eighteen hundred day reigns. You know, it's because they didn't know what else to do. They couldn't build around anybody else. They built around you, and they didn't have to do as much. Exactly, and because there wasn't television like that, and if there was, it was once a blue moon where everybody was watching it anyway because television, you know, fucking wrestling was a thing. And oh, well, as long as we showed uh, sold out the gate, it was a win. Exactly, it's different times. Um, moving on from that, the Outcasts uh, against Brit and Jamie. I don't know what it was. It just felt like this probably should have been a pay-per-view match. A little bit. A little bit. A little um, bit. I know, I know it was announced well in advance, but it just felt kind of out of place on free TV. It did, be, and you want to know why? Because this is the original versus the outcast. This is Brit and Jamie, the OGs, against uh, fucking, you know, the outsiders, if you will, the, you know, whatever. Now, the only reason why I'm exactly in the same boat as you where I'm like, this felt like a waste is because, like, if you add Paige in there, 
and you add, say, like uh, a Riho or a, a Statlander or whatever, you know, then that's a pay-per-view match. But this was like, this was a, one element away from being a pay-per-view match. And I'm like, but on paper, it's a pay-per-view match. But I'm like, uh, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, oh, well, it, 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 I, I mean, I guess. Now, do we have a reason to see it in a three-way, a six-man, you know, a six-woman match? I, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I don't know if it's worth the time now. Not based on this match, but certainly later on in the uh, Adam Cole Jericho segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, what an asshole. What an <laughs> asshole. Now, granted, I, I will I, I will admit that, like, I was a little less like, oh, my God, don't beat her up because I'm like, she's a woman. OK, she's a woman who just had a match. You know, it's not like she's like a valet. It's not like um, with Edge in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what? Because this felt a lot like the Edge and Be- uh, and Beth Phoenix uh, gimmick, and it's like you know, Beth hasn't been wrestling in a minute. You know what I mean? She's a fucking mom now. This that attack made sense, but then they you know, they also did the concerto and shit. This it's like, bro, it's a kendo stick. You went to war with Thunder Rosa, bro, bleeding all over the joint. What the fuck? Like this should be Nathan to you. This should be nothing. You should be fucking powering through this shit. But like, I guess. I mean, she was also surrounded. That's fine. Well, then have her fucking mobbed. Have her get beat up by more than one person. Because in all reality, all it was was fucking Paige just beating her with a kendo stick. And just Paige. If you would have had her beating her and then the other two stomping her out. Okay, fine. That's different. Hey, dude, you're getting It's outnumbered. I don't care how good you are. You're outnumbered. You know, it's three on one. But it was a one-on-one again when when most of your big matches were hardcore vicious matches. So to me, it was just like, but again, I'm, I'm, the, this is the thing that kills. This is the thing that I have to remind myself. I have to keep reminding myself. I'm a 20 plus year, almost 30 year fan. I've been there. I've seen it almost, almost all of it. And I have to keep remembering that there's going to be a little bit of repeat stuff and they're going to do some stuff that is supposed to make sense to the casual motherfucker. Not so much to me because I already knew what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah, this this is one of those instances where I'm just like, I hope the fans get it more than I do. But as a as a fucking smart, I'm going to have to use that word. She's a fucking goddamn wrestler, bro. Like you could have got you should have got some more shit in. I think they kind of sold it well, too. Like we knew what was coming, but Jericho's like slow turn and then hand in the stick was just mm-hmm. a nice villain move. It's all good shit. Oh, dude, fucking Adam Cole, he's screaming, let it go. He's, first off, he's loud as shit. They had yeah. no idea he was that loud. And, but, like, he, he made you feel like, okay, the fucking skit's over. Skit's over now. We, we can stop this. Gave you a little realism. Yeah, did she yell his real name at one point, too? I think so. She real named him. She real named him, don't do it. No, what? Well, no, because his his first name is not really Adam. It's um. Is it Austin? I think. Yeah, that it was the Austin. That's right for you, extra smarks out there. Um, outcasts have been kind of hit and miss. Some people are okay with it. Some are just like, I don't give a shit. Um, the NWO stigma has officially hit them hard. Yeah, but I did like the reveal in this segment where they just they almost came out of nowhere. They just suddenly appeared behind Brit. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that part. Um, and in commentary, I was like, "Oh shit, turn around!" Yep. the The reaction from everybody was was great. It was well played. Like I said, there was a lot of 
there was a lot of pluses to it. It was just that one thing that stuck out to me, just that one. But other than that, I really enjoyed the segment. Um, we're we're probably gonna get like a Jericho, Soraya, uh, uh, Baker, Britt Baker, and Adam Cole match, and I would I, yeah. I think that would be awesome. If there's again, if I talk about safety and people that have been hurt, and you know, if there's anybody that can carry somebody, I, Britt Baker and Adam Cole are two of the safest goddamn workers we have in this company. We have an AEW. And if there's anybody who's going to protect Soraya, it's going to be fucking, it's going to be Britt Baker. And yeah. if there's anybody that's going to make sure fucking Jericho doesn't get hurt prior to his fucking world tour or whatever goddamn concert tour he's getting ready to start, it's going to be Adam Cole. So I like and, this. I like it a lot. And vice versa, Jericho protecting Adam Cole, who's just come back from a major injury. Bingo. Um, there's safety all around in this one. And Jericho and Soraya is a very interesting combination, which we've never seen before. Right? It makes you think. Could be a badass little combo. Um, we also saw the return of a legend in AA. My man, Clark Anderson, they did. <laughs> he came back. The whole TSK was going bananas. Uh, uh, Wardlow uh, kept talking about a horseman. And I was like, oh, no, Tully's back. And nope, it's the man they call Cock. Alan Anderson is such a fucking badass. He's the fucking <laughs> man. But here's the thing that killed me, and I, because I died of laughter. He's just like, well, they broke through your window, and and they, they destroyed your car, and they took all your stuff. Now, that's kid shit. <laughs> but, but, but when they took your title, well, that's <laughs> serious now. And I'm like, Arn, what the fuck? That is Honey, so old school. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, they destroyed my car, my fucking rental. I had to pay for this motherfucker. You know what I mean? And you over here worried about a goddamn title belt? I don't give a shit about this title belt. That's that old school thing. That championship is more important than the fucking car. Than your $70,000 Cadillac. Never mind all your shit in the bag. They took the belts. (laughs) They took your belt. You should be desperate. You should feel disrespected. To the utmost. Like, oh my god. But Arn <laughs> is the man. Uh, nobody else could give that line to Wardlow. There's not another fucking soul of a man that can give that fucking that line to Wardlow and it fucking not make sense. That was awesome. And, and you you believe every word Arn Anderson says. Like, I ain't not fucking with this old guy. I am not. I'm not fucking <clears throat> ever going to argue with Arn Anderson. Not <laughs> once. Never, sir. Um, then, of course, we come to the match. Um... The way it was built made it kind of obvious Wardlow was going to win, but at the same time, going into it on paper, I wouldn't have thought Hobbs's reign would have ended this quick. But he had a wall of like four defenses on Rampage. Yeah, and, and then not, again, that's the TNT title. It is a little hot potato. Thank. Well, not only that, here was my original argument in the TS case in the kind of like, hey, slow down. And I was like, why all of his uh, uh, his defenses on Rampage? Well, it is the TNT title, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. Uh, you make a sense. You make it a sense. So again, I ask, why the fuck is Jade? I think she's got, I think they announced her and Taya Valkyrie on Dynamite for next week for the TBS title. Yeah. So, and again, I'm here. Check this out. Taya, I, I love Taya to death. I do. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You want a women's match for double or nothing? A true real women's match for double or nothing? Let Jade just cash in. The TBS title against Jamie Hader. Since nobody can beat Jamie Hader, you make that move. And if Jamie and Jamie loses, because Jade is unstoppable. 
and then you have a tournament to crown your new TBS championship. That way you get eyes on your women's division. You get uh, Jamie Hayter out of that whole thing, and then her and Britt Baker can, you know, fucking just tag team, do bullshit, whatever, or we could just get single match fucking glory, whatever. Or both of them can compete against each other in the TBS title. You know, there's stories we can make, especially if you're going to turn it into a tournament, which, again, is the easiest way to go. Oh, TK loves his tournaments. Exactly. Exactly. So let's make it happen. You build stars that way. Yeah. It's good shit. Um, But, I mean, Wardlow looked good. Um, Free-time TNT champion. The match was also very enjoyable. Hoss me, Dan. What a Um, hoss battle this was, boy. Yeah, but not only did they beat the shit out of each other, there were some great spots with Arn Anderson and QT. Oh, my God. So, Arn with the whole fucking, with the Glock. I was like, hey, there goes the Glock. And again, only he can pull that off. Only he can. It's a a great DDT. Yes. Um, Good God. It was a beautiful DDT. I'm glad Arn's back for those, you know, Arn went away for a little bit. And then on top of that, he had to battle, you know, the, the, the loss of his son. And that's, that's not easy for any man, any father, any, anybody, anybody. So it's, you know, it, it ta- I'm glad he's back. I hope he's hurting a lot less. And I'm, yeah, this is, this is awesome. If this is Wardlow's new guy, pff, like sign me up, baby. Sign me up. Um, and we seem to know Wardlow's next challenger already in Christian and Luchasaurus. Okay, that already killed me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, so first and foremost, I don't know if we've talked about it yet. So the difference in this dude's mask is it's red. Yeah. Es todo. That is the only fucking difference I've seen. That's it. That, by, by, by the way, English translation, es todo, that means that's it. Um, that, I, I, I don't know. I, that, 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 there's no fucking, I, I would, and I, and I, might kick myself in the ass for this one later. I would rather see fucking Wardlow and Christian. I would rather see Wardlow and Christian. I mean, they didn't actually make it clear who was challenging him. I'm, I have the, it's Luchasaurus. It's, I just yeah, have it's probably Luchasaurus. I mean, they want to keep having Haas battles. That's fine. Make it the Haas championship. Big meaty men slapping meat. That's fine. Fucking, you know, there's a whole crowd for that. I'm down. But you also don't have a lot of very big meaty men left. Like you're gonna have a couple of more guys. Like what, are you gonna bring Lance Archer in? You know, Lance Archer's in the fucking tournament to win the U.S. the IWG to win a shot. To stop myself to win a shot at Kenny for the IWGP U.S. title. So, you know, you don't have very many Haas guys left. Brian Cage technically is Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, so I just, Miro. Still don't know where the fuck again, he is. If, if he comes back, he's got to win it, and then we're hot. Then we have officially hot potatoed this belt. We've officially yeah. made it the true WCW television title. And if that's going to be the case, you might as well change the name. That that's why I didn't like Christian and Luchasaurus coming out. Like, okay, it's a nice moment. Like, okay, you you're a new champion, but boom, you got a challenger straight away. But I want to see him like take it easy and have a little bit of a run first before we get a clear challenger. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Now again, let me let me say it like this: I loved the WCW Television Championship. I loved how every single time the Television Championship was on the show, it was defended. You know, and it was and it was normally a decently good match. You know, whether it was William Regal, 
whether it was, you know, sadly Disco Inferno or Alex Wright or, you know, some other motherfuckers, you know, Dean Malenko. It worked out really well and it was in in, in a garnered viewership. If that's what you want to do with this one, I personally, this is my thing. And I'm sorry that this is I have to call it the nostalgia move, but change the title name, change it to the television title, TV title, um, fucking the Internet title for fuck's sake. If you really want to get so modern day or whatever. You know, whatever. Change the name of the motherfucker. Get rid of the TNT. Get rid of the TBS. Make them regular fucking titles of some sort. You know, don't don't brand them, brand them. And then have it defended every other week on television. Every week on television. And if that means that that title is hot potatoed, that's because that is officially the new workers title WCW had made. It's the workers belt. It's the one who's going to be able to outwork everybody every single week to keep that belt. That's where it can work. And I think and I think it could be awesome that way. If they do it. If. If. Giant ifs. Um we also saw, like we said, the in ring debut of Jay White against mm-hmm. Commander and man. <laughs> an, another Commander. another human highlight reel performance there from Commander. He- This kid, he's a kid. I want to say 26 years old. He is officially all elite. Good for him. Glad he got signed. He's needed to be signed. So uh, it works out awesomely. He has a very interesting style. He loves to do this rope walking for anybody who knew Grand Metalik before he went to WWE. The very similar style. Just uh, he's smaller than Metalik. So it's kind of nice. It was interesting, though, to see Jay White work with an all-lucha guy. He doesn't do that often or hasn't done it often, considering he was in Japan. But he was able to do it and work well. He saved him a couple of times, like, doing some moves. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. Like, thank God Jay White's got fucking 79 abs and can stop anybody's doing anything. <laughs> so, but it was it was cool. Um, it was a shock to see fucking Sean Spears hanging out in the crowd. I'm like, oh, hey, where you been? But he's been on daddy duty, so I can't yeah. necessarily blame him. You know, hey, you got to take care of the kiddos first. Um, gave Commanders uh, the rope walk, uh, what you call it, rope walk moonsault, I believe, a 10. And gave fucking Jay White switchblade a 5, and I died laughing. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, you're just picking a fight. So obviously they want to kick his ass because Ju- Juice Robinson's like, you only give it five? That's bullshit. So he beats, starts beating his ass. Ricky comes down in the most uncomfortable looking pants I've ever seen. Like he looked like he couldn't run in them. One and two, they looked like they belonged on somebody working on the side of the road. You know what I mean? I just, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. But um, we're guess we're getting Ricky. And uh, uh, I guess we're going to get, was it, Ricky Commander against Switchblade and Juice? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I guess, whatever. Commander needs to start winning. I'm sorry. I love the kid. and he's, He reminds me, he is the Hooventude. He is Hooventude Guerrera of this era right now. He's the guy that even though he's losing and losing and losing and losing and losing, his matches are so exciting you don't want to not watch him. You want to okay. watch him. Um. As for um, FTR, they reluctantly now have to team up with Lethal and Jarrett to avenge Mark Briscoe. I, I oh. rewound it like three times to see who the hell was attacking Mark Briscoe, but it, uh, it was the varsity a- athletes. Yeah, the varsity athletes beat down Mark Briscoe. Briscoe's so funny. He's hilarious. And he's just like, I know. That's right. Yeah, I could go. 
I know what you talk about. I'm going at man. I was like, yep, that's that's Mark Briscoe, all right. That was Mark Briscoe. I fucking love him. But uh, yeah, no, that's the weirdest fucking pairing in the entire world, being Lethal and and Jarrett and fucking FTR. But um, is there even four nerds on the varsity athletes? Off the top of my head, I couldn't even tell you who's in the varsity I athletes. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's the problem, bro. That's like the they, problem. They showed us a very brief, brief clip of them attacking Mark Briscoe. It was like five seconds long. They didn't actually address the varsity athletes. It was just, oh, shit, he got attacked. And also, the timing of it, Renee was like, um... So I just need to tell you that Mark Bresco got attacked earlier today. And he's in the mm. trainer's room right now. Why are you telling them now? It's Josh Woods and Tony Nese. Oh, but it's ah. Aria Daivari and um, uh, 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 what's his face? Um, what, who else is with him? It's Aria Daivari and somebody else. Um, Aria Daivari, Tony Nese. Griff, Josh Woods, Tony Nese, Ari Daivari. I don't know. There's, I, I'm seeing three. I know there's a fourth one. Is it Lee Moriarty? Maybe it's Lee Moriarty. Nah, I, 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 can't fuck, I can't fucking tell. We got too many factions. I mean, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know who their fourth would even be. Because, like, the last time these fucking guys had a match, uh, the whole uh, varsity, well, the varsity athletes is just, it's just Josh Woods and, and Tony Nese. So, does that mean that they're, they're going to have to, I don't know. I'm already confused as fuck. <laughs> like, so goddamn confused. Uh, I think it is Lee Moriarty, yeah. I, I would hope fucking so, dude. Because I can't think of any anybody else that would be on that fucking team. No. Um, would it be that fucking, uh, fucking Sonny K or whatever the fuck his name is? Sonny D, whatever. Some Sonny fucking nerd. No, uh, no, not Sonny Kiss. No, some fucking nerd that's on uh, Ring of Honor. Oh. The fucking white <laughs> guy looking all rapper guy. But he hangs out with Arya Daivari. It's one of it's one of those things you got to watch Rampage or, or yeah, Dark yeah. or something. Got to watch the bullshit. Um, obviously, Jarrett and Lethal are going to turn on FTR. Um, is it writing that much on the wall? I mean, you can't trust fucking Jeff Jarrett as far as you can I, throw the guy. Well, he could throw tortillas pretty far. That's about it. <laughs> he can swing a guitar, too. Yeah, fucking guy. Don't you swing no guitars anymore, asshole. Um... The acclaimed, they got the win over uh, JAS, blah, blah, blah. That that yeah. kind of seems like it's being dragged along too. But then finally, the only other thing we got to talk about really is, uh, is the Elite and BCC getting Damn into right. it again. Um, got to keep it going. I, I still, I'm liking this mean streak from Kenny. Um, he's got a dark side to him. He, he said he wished he'd have pulled that screwdriver out of the turnbuckle and jammed it into Moxie's head. Um... B Dry still taunting everybody, calling them amateurs. That's going to be on a t shirt. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, the, it is. The big surprise in this segment was Don dragging Takeshita into, the, into everything to make yeah, the save. 
it was crazy, you know, that like, you pointed out, Brian kept calling, you know, oh, you guys are amateurs, everybody but you, Kenny, you know, you disappoint me. You have so much talent and you disappoint me. And I'm just like, I love this whole fucking thing. Um, and it felt like a fight, you know what I mean? Like a whole fucking fight. Like, you know, they weren't breaking it up. It wasn't a one-sided beating. You know, they got jumped, but they were able to come back. And it just, it felt like a real fucking fight. Like they were trying to build towards something for real. This felt very old school very 80s i know i say that all the time but it does it did give off a real feel and when don came down with a chair i was like first off that ain't gonna do you jackass shit and secondly um i was really thinking this is when hangman shows up yeah this is like this is when hangman shows up it's the cowboy's turn and the cowboy doesn't show instead it's Takeshta. and Takeshta runs down and he's got no problem helping out katie because hey don asked for it don said come help so i'm like here to help and he's loving it and to ca- and I'm loving it, and the fans are loving it. But if you pay attention, the Bucks and Kenny aren't loving it. They don't hate it. Yeah, they're they confused. Just don't, they just don't. He's like, "Why did you? Why did we didn't ask for Takeshita? Like, what? Where? Like, what are you doing? Like, they were a little worried about Don, and so that's where this is going to start. Now everybody's looking at Don now, and now it's Don. Will- My mic. Can you stop fucking around, Mike? I'm over here trying to, you know, world class podcast. You're fucking shit up. That um, motherfucker hacking us again. He's, they, he has to be. Like, I'm telling you, like, okay, dude, I accepted your challenge, Haas. I need you to calm down. I need you to take it easy. Take it easy. Okay? So I can finish the show. Then we'll fucking deal with you at the goddamn show. Anyways, uh, it's just it, all eyes are going to be pointed at Don. And eventually, Don's going to go bye bye. And, and that's going to be great. You know, so I, I'm thinking maybe. Maybe they build towards this whole match at the next pay-per-view at double or nothing. Maybe they do the, uh, uh, um, not stadium stampede. They, uh, was it blood and guts? Blood and, guts. and oh, they take out Takeshita. So who are they going to get to replace Takeshita? And here comes Hangman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which Don ain't going to like, because obviously Don's playing some shenanigans. He doesn't want Hangman involved. He doesn't, he doesn't want the Hangman. He doesn't want the Cowboy. He's a stupid Cowboy, as he says. Um, but <laughs> Don was hilarious when he brought the chair out and was like, "No, nah, I got a better oh, idea." Oh yeah, he's, right, he's, he's like, "You know what? I can't swing this very well. I'm gonna get the fuck out of it." And to cash just sold it really well too. Don was like, "I need you to go fight them. Fight them. Yeah, okay, okay." See, I got him now. Yo, Mascaras, stop it! Like brother, man, for real. Um, no, I was, uh, I was immediately got Kota Ibushi vibes off of this whole thing. And I'm like, this feels a lot like the golden lovers. So, but, uh, I, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. Um, that's all a W let's find out this week's geek of the week. Geek, pretty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. All right, so this week's geek of the week. I think I've talked about him in weeks past. Maybe I did, maybe I haven't. Um, but he's definitely coming back into the game this week. Ladies and gentlemen, last week was, I think, Bret Hart over some stupid shit. Guess yeah. what? It's fucking Eric Bischoff over some stupid shit. And he even fucking like, contradicted himself. 
So earlier on, I want to say uh, the end of May. Oh, this is not the end of May. We're not even in May. At the end of March, he had put out a tweet. Oh, no, not, not a tweet. He had said in his podcast um, that uh, Bill Goldberg, he would be shocked to see Bill Goldberg in AEW. Like, there's no way he would do it. You know, he's uh, he doesn't need the money. He's too big of a star. All these dumb things. Three days ago, or sorry, six days ago, he said, uh, hey, Mr. TK, take out your checks book and, and sign and sign Goldberg and have him and CM Punk if you want to sell out Wembley. And I'm like, huh? And now three days ago, he's 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 uh, doubling down on that fucking dumbass statement by saying that is your official main event. That should be your world star. This whole other bullshit. And it's just like, huh? Huh? We're talking about a guy again. When Goldberg first came back in his mid fifties or whatever, hey, it worked for a little bit. You know what I mean? And it did okay. Now, granted, he he buried Kevin Owens, and it is what it is. But it 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 did okay. And I'm gonna say it like that. Okay, he his last match, he couldn't lift the Undertaker. Now I understand AEW's got a lot of smaller guys, but you're really gonna bring in some super fucking old head. That is known for being the E guy right now to come in and squash all your dudes because you were a Goldberg fan as a kid. Does that make that doesn't make very much sense to me? So how would it make sense to you? I just I, that it's it's stupid. It's it's asinine. It's not a money grab. It's a stupid fucking idea. There's many a fucking there's many a matches you can make with their current roster as a main event for this Wembley show that could make more money than that alone. And I, and I, I can bet my dollars on that one. I'll bet my dollars on that one. And one of them for sure, one of them, and I've already kind of been back and forth about it is, 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 is a three way is FTR and CM Punk versus the elite, you know, yeah. now granted, I personally say you do it with hangman because he's the guy that started the animosity gimmick. That's who should do it. If you really need to do a one-off match between Punk and and uh, 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 and, um, and 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 Omega, then do a one-off. But I don't think they he should be in that because I I truly think if you're going to sell out Wembley, you make it you know Will Osprey against Kenny Omega for the IWGP US title. You know he Will Osprey wins it in Wembley. Oh my God, his place goes bananas. Or we get Omega Okada, you know, or uh, Omega Tanahashi, or an Omega, you know, uh, no, I wouldn't say Omega Tanahashi, like an Omega Naito, you know, it, Omega somebody else huge. Sure, we got it, you know, an Omega Kota Bushi. Okay, bitchin', you know, I just I feel like you need you need a Ric Flair, you need a gigantic star. This is my main event. You need it. You need it. Yeah. Guarantee you, if I'd book tickets for Wembley and they announced Goldberg for the main event, I'm selling the tickets. I fucking, hey, you and me both, Jack. And I wouldn't like, I'm out here on vacation. Fucking vacation ended early. We're going home, guys. I'm, I'm going home. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Screw home. you guys. I'm getting him. Um, Bischoff's always believed his own hype. I don't know when he ever has it, but then again, when you're a fucking male model, that's kind of what happens. Um, so now for this week's Bestler of the Week. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, I, I kept it pretty simple this week. It was just somebody who had a great match, did a lot of crazy shit. Um, and I'm excited to see a lot more of him in AEW now. Um, and that's Commander. Commander. Plain and simple. He did a lot of crazy, flippy shit. And that's all there is to it. <laughs> I'm not laughing like that. I'm laughing like that because it's it's as much as we love to to joke about it. You know, the internet and motherfuckers go bananas. Oh, these this guy can't stop flipping this, flipping that, flippy, 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 this, this, this. But yeah. it's it's impressive as fuck, homie. Let's keep yeah. it real. Let's call it let's call a dollar what a dollar is. It's impressive. Let, let's see you walk the ropes. No. And then and then sir. do a flip. Hey, I and Rob can attest to this. I could barely walk the motherfucking stairs, player. <laughs> All right. Um, so there you go. That's your best for the week. Um, no 60 second promo this week. Oh, you, no. may, you may get lucky again with me next week. Um, but thank you for spending your first day with us. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. Damn right, Retro Rewind. So here's what I'm going to try to do. So a lot of fun stuff coming down. Oh, by the way, I haven't said anything. For those who are out there celebrating the holiday, be safe. Uh, do not overindulge. Make sure you have snacks and agua nearby. And do not, for the love of Jesus Christ, do not drive after you have indulged. I know what y'all do. And I know how much y'all think y'all safe drivers out there. We not. You understand? We not. <laughs> Thank you. But with that being said, um... So everything is going down in a crazy, crazy fashion. So everybody got busy. Life hit us hard. The TSK is not taking – we're not just necessarily taking a break. We are literally waiting for an open gap to record. So with that, we have uh, a Forbidden Door 2 that we want to try to build a card off of. We want to try to build a card that would sell out Wembley. So that would mean 90,000 seats, not just kind of sort of sell the bitch out. And then as for that, what I'm thinking about doing um, – just to try to get everybody some extra fun stuff as retro might go back to being solo just for a couple of weeks. Um, and then for sure come, uh, I think the second week of may all TSK, all retro comes to a complete and total halt for at least a month strictly due to finals week finals month, in my opinion, because I have programs to start writing. I've got things to be doing and it's a lot harder than just, hey, go take a finals test. So I, I'm preparing myself. But because of that, we'll take the night's nice hiatus. We'll come back. We'll make sure to have all kinds of stuff for you. But until then, you know, already know how it goes. You got to keep on on there and just, you know, stay with the pluggy plugs. And uh, the easiest way to do that and the best way to do that is by following all the social medias. Hitting us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 and at SMR Podnet. And, of course, checking out the beautifully done website maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com and make sure you're following and hitting the sub and the follow on all the beautiful socials twitter facebook instagram tiktok and of course youtube we're still on our way to a thousand people and we're waiting on you to get us there yeah uh i'm glad you mentioned the holiday because obviously you weren't here for the intro and i just said it's your favorite thursday of the year so it is my favorite <laughs> With that said, join us next week as we will be exactly one month away from Full House and Double or Nothing and just a week away from Backlash. Same Max time, same Max channel. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Can't hack a hack with you, dog. Check your